Pushkin. Where do you see your career in 10 years? What are you doing now to help you get there? The sooner you start enhancing your skills, the sooner you'll be ready. That's why AARP has reskilling courses in a variety of categories like marketing and management to help your income live as long as you do. That's right. AARP has a bevy of free skill-building courses for you to choose from because the steps you choose to take today will help you love what you do in the future. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Now is the time to embrace a new wave of workers. Every day, your team grows younger, more digital, and more drawn to entirely new ways of working, which means you need flexible solutions to connect them where business gets done. T-Mobile for Business was born digital. With America's largest 5G network, we can make it easier to work together from virtually anywhere. Your team may be changing, but with the right tech, it can be more productive than ever before. Get started at T-Mobile.com slash now. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For a while there, the discourse was full of self-driving cars. They were right around the corner, then they were not right around the corner... Now we have robo-taxis in a few places, but not in most places. And for normal cars, autopilot does not really mean autopilot. In all this binary, will they or won't they drive themselves talk, we've lost sight of something. Lots of people are figuring out big, interesting ways to bring new technologies to cars. Even before we get to self-driving cars, which looks like at this point it could take a while, these new technologies could save thousands and thousands of lives. I'm Jacob Goldstein, and this is What's Your Problem, the show where I talk to people who are trying to make technological progress. My guest today is Austin Russell. He's the founder of Luminar, a company that is developing a technology called LiDAR. Austin's problem is this. How do you make LiDAR cheap enough and good enough to use in millions of cars. LiDAR stands for light detection and ranging. It's kind of a technological sibling of sonar and radar. A LiDAR system makes a detailed map of its surroundings by sending out pulses of light and analyzing the reflections that come back. Luminar's LiDAR system will come standard on a new Volvo SUV that's going into production later this year. And the company also has deals with Mercedes-Benz and with SAIC, a Chinese car company. Austin says LiDAR can do a lot for cars even before we get to full autonomy. It's not about replacing the driver. It's about enhancing the driver. I think this is a really, really important part around what we're doing is that we're not trying to do some moonshot of replacing the driver altogether and having our welcoming our robo taxi overlords in a in a city near you. Like that's actually a very, very challenging problem out on its own. Our goal is about enhancing the driver, making cars dramatically safer, going back to the original vision around what all this stuff was supposed to be in the first place, except actually making it happen. The reality is, is that right now, you know, uh, as many as one and a half million people 
have their lives lost on the road every year as a result of vehicle accidents. And this is something that's totally preventable for that matter. Like, you know, it sounds like a basic problem, but just don't let your car smash into the thing right in front of you. Yes. That's how you prevent most accidents. Uh, it turns out that's actually not as straightforward as a problem as you think. And, and to be able to have the confidence to, you know, fully take over from the driver in those kinds of situations is, is not an easy thing. So that's where the LIDAR is coming into play for this kind of high performance LIDAR that gives you confidence to do that and can enable the car to take over the braking system and steering wheel to get you out of those kinds of difficult situations. Austin has been working on this problem for a long time. He founded Luminar back in 2012. At the time, Austin was just 17 years old. Also, at the time, the use of LIDAR in cars was, like Austin, barely out of its infancy. You take a look back in the day, you had these $100,000 spinning systems, you know, out on the roof of these, you know, test cars that were out there. And, um, you know, generally low performance, you know, not something that's nearly as high performance as what it can be. So the moment you're starting to think about this is that moment when, like, what we kind of think of as like the LIDAR on the roof of whatever, the early like self-driving Google vans or something like this great big yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And it costs $100,000. I mean, it feels sort of analogous to the like vacuum tube computers of the like 1940s, 50s. I mean, is that the right way to be thinking about it? Like, oh, it's this giant thing. It doesn't work that well, but it it's clear that somebody should be able to figure out how to make it smaller and cheaper and better. A absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the key thing is, is that you could see some kinds of things up to 100 meters out with those systems. But the hard part was is seeing, you know, low reflectivity objects like uh, like dark objects, like a like a black car, a tire on the road, a person in dark clothing, you know, anything became is very, very difficult. So you set out to make this thing smaller and cheaper, like about two orders of magnitude cheaper, right? You got to drive down the price like it's got to yes, cost one hundredth of, of what it costs and it's got to be better. Right. That's the, that's Absolutely. what you're setting out to do. It's got to be 10x better at one one hundredth of the cost. Yes. Very good. Classic tech problem. Audacious. <laughs> hard because it's hardware. Um, so, so I mean, tell me a little bit about, about doing that, right? Like, surely there were moments when things weren't working, when you thought it was harder than it seemed. Tell me, tell me about one of those moments. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say, by the way, it, it's actually absurdly difficult i wouldn't necessarily recommend it for anyone there too just because it, 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 in this case it's a convergence of multiple things all at the same time it's as you pointed out hardware is hard already on its own very very challenging um there's two other aspects of it that are unique uh there's the hardware there's the fact that we're building crazy lasers and you know and receivers and new custom chips that go into the system this is not something that you're using off-the-shelf parts like you're creating new kinds of, you know, three, five special materials, you know, that, that are not, you know, your everyday silicon, you know, that you can just be able to go and use and fab with. So there's a lot of very special things that go into this that we had to truly innovate um, from the physics up. So there's that part. And then there's also the automotive side of it, which, by the way, is absurdly difficult out on its own, you know, just to be able to create something for automotive series production is by no means an easy task at all. High regulatory barriers has to be super reliable, has to be super scalable. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, is that these are long design cycles here too. I mean, you're talking about, you know, five plus years of planning, you know, that go into it before it's ever going to see the light of day in a car uh -huh. and, you know, very serious stuff. And you're, and you're talking also probably the better part of a billion dollars worth of investment to be able to get there. If you want to actually get into a production car. Good. So I am persuaded that it's really hard that you're setting out to do this very, very hard thing. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine there must have been multiple 
difficult moments, moments when something didn't work. Tell me, tell me one of those. Ooh, ah, uh, there's probably a list of like, you know, hundreds of things, but you know, you don't, in, in the earlier stages in something like this, especially, you know, for some uh, crazy 16 or 17 year old at the time, you know, when it first started out, you know, that not everyone was always on the same page, you know, there too, or, or even understood half the things I was saying, or 90% of the things I was saying. I mean, especially in the very early days, I mean, architecturally, you tried every different type of combination of components of wavelength of light of, you know, semiconductor materials of everything to be able to do this. And, and I, I think we actually counted, yeah, it was over 2000. I think it ended up being 4,000 different ways of failing uh, before huh. you could actually have the right combination of components that can solve all of these different problems that you're trying to solve for. What does it even mean to say you're trying 4,000 different things? That's a lot of yeah, different yeah. things. It's a, it's a lot of different things. I mean, in, in some of those cases, we were prototyping it. In, in most of those cases, it was mo it was more on paper or in simulation. And, you know, the, it turns out there really and, is. And presumably, to some extent, you're putting things on cars. You're trying things. You're putting janky prototypes oh, yeah. on top of cars and driving around oh, in a parking totally. lot or whatever. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I think the first system that we hacked together, you know, took up the whole trunk, you know, the, uh, of the car <laughs> just to be able to prove out the concept. By the way, when you first put together these prototypes, you know, without your own custom components in it there too, stuff would blow up. You'd have, you know, receivers that would like suddenly fry themselves. When you say blow up, do you mean literally or metaphorically? Oh, no, literally. Literally. Something blew up in the trunk of your car or something? Or tell me tell me about something blowing up. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you used to have it where, you know, the off-the-shelf receivers, you know, before we built our own custom receivers, they would end up... Um, you know, they couldn't handle the amount of uh, the, the energy from the laser pulse and they would just fry themselves, you know. So it would be it would be stuff like that that um, <laughs> talk about talk about trying to do a, you know, a demo 10 years ago there, too, of what you're of what you're putting together. And then next thing you know, your your uh, your receiver is fried. Uh, so yeah. that's that's smoking uh, that's smokes no coming out of the trunk. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Why did the chip let the smoke out? You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to stay inside. It was like a mad scientist lab that we had there. You know, I mean, it was, it was the real deal. So, so okay, how do you go from, you know, things blowing up in the lab to a system that actually works, where it's cheap enough to put on regular cars? The key was, you know, reducing the number of components, you know, in the device. Normally, you require these, you know, 100 laser, 100 receiver arrays, you know, to build, um, you know, something that has any reasonable level of performance, you know, basically found a way okay. to be able to do that using only a single laser and single receiver, as opposed to requiring a huh. hundred or hundreds. And that was part of the magic, but we had to end up creating the most, you know, special and powerful, you know, and most sensitive receiver of its kind in the world and these special custom chips and a very special laser and all these things to make that all possible. So is that the key innovation, for lack of a better word, is figuring out how to get more uh, range and sensitivity with fewer lasers and receivers? Yeah, that, that was the key uh, a part of the critical innovation and secret sauce and other stuff to be able to make that happen. Absolutely. Well, how do you do it? I mean, presumably everybody else would have used fewer lasers and receivers if they could have. Like, is it software? Is it hardware? Is it but yeah, I mean, we literally had to make our own custom chips and our own systems there too to be able to make this possible. Uh -huh. Otherwise, as you said, everybody else would have done it. It's not. A so you're not you're not just like monkeying with the laser. You're you're designing a chip. You're designing the 
the semiconductor that's going to go inside of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're crazy like that. Like that's uh, that's what we had to do. And there was no other way. Everything else would just cost thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. And we had to even work at a completely different wavelength of light and completely different special materials. Those stuff because the existing stuff just wouldn't get you there. Still to come on the show and still to come for Luminar, how do you build and sell LiDAR systems at scale and make a profit? You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. It's nice to work hard some of the time, and then it's also nice to take a break. But as an investor, you want your money to be working for you all of the time. And that is what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help your money do. Betterment has automated technology, things like low-cost ETFs, which are basically cheap, efficient ways to invest. And if you're parking some of your money in cash, Betterment offers a high-yield cash account where your money can earn 11 times the national average. Betterment also offers automated rebalancing. They keep your money balanced across asset classes like stocks and bonds in the way that you want. So you're not always having to decide, oh, I need to buy some more of this or sell some more of that. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. That's the end of the ads. Now we're going back to the show. Is there a moment when things, and I know it's not binary, but is there some moment when it sort of flips from basically not working to basically working? 
one of them, uh, I think you can still see the image online. It was um, it was down Palm Drive, where Palm I, Drive I was Stanford. here. At yeah. Stanford. Exactly, exactly. I, I, yeah, at Stanford. And are you watching it in real time? Is the car, like, oh, driving yeah. up Palm Drive, and you're looking at the I'm image? in the car controlling the system there, too. I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're looking at it on your laptop. You're basically seeing what the system is seeing on your laptop in the car? Yeah, I, I had a monitor rigged up in the car there, too, so I could actually go go watch it and had a keyboard, had a, had a whole setup there, too. That So you're sitting there. You got the thing rigged up. Somebody's driving. Yep. You're looking at the laptop. And, and what? So they're driving. I'm there. They have the system set up, booted up to go turn it on and see what the output is. And then next thing you know, you just have this, uh, just this beautiful image of everything and, and and i say beautiful in an almost artistic way because like I, i've just been you know for 10 years and even at that time for years just so deeply embedded in the data i almost like see data you know <laughs> like the matrix I, I, like I you're so in the matrix into it, like the matrix yeah. exactly no that's the thing it literally looks like you're in the matrix because you can fly around this 3d world it's like totally abstract you know uh, colorations and perspectives and everything that you could never do in the real world. So it, it actually is kind of wild. What are you seeing? In this instance, what do you see? So I, I, I'm seeing rows of these palm trees here, which I think it turns out are just really, really distinctive and really interesting looking in live uh -huh. art, at least, because you have these different palm fronds that then all become incredibly distinctive where you can just see even all like the, the the texture and the detail of these leaves where you can zoom and fly through them you know in 3d um, because you could re-render it at any angle that's the part of the software that we had you know that that was just absolutely mind-blowing to me at the time and i was like oh my gosh it's uh it's it really all came together to work because you don't know right you know i mean you you, you try this stuff over and over and over and over and over again until you can get like you can get it to be in a really good place so not only are the palm trees beautiful but you're your thing is working. Your system is working. Yeah, exactly. Like I almost had these tears of joy as I'm like looking at it. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty Because pretty it's meaningful. picking up stuff so far off because it's, you can see so such far small away. Things. It's picking up yeah. stuff hundreds of meters away, centimeter level precision detail. I mean, not to mention the whole thing's actually working in the first place, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. it's, it's, um, it, it, because the, the tech all came together and, and that and there's stuff like that, that, that just makes all that difference. Let's talk about kind of where you are right now in terms of what vehicles you're in and going into, and also where you've gotten the cost to and sort of what you still need to do that you haven't done yet. The overall goal of what we have from a big picture standpoint is to move, is to build the, and, and enable the uncrashable car, so to say, you know, something mm -hmm. that where we can eliminate vehicle accidents and make it a thing of the past. And is there, I mean, do you have like, well, a hundred year vision, when you say the uncrashable car, do you have a year in your mind when it'll be possible to build the uncrashable car? Well, that's why I said the hundred year vision, but oh, uh, no, okay. yeah. no, 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 but, uh, but uh, I, I, I think, listen, already from a system that's there today, much less for the future, could already start preventing massive amounts of accidents. Tell me about what, what's sort of the frontier for you? Clearly you've made this thing work. Car makers are starting to buy it. What haven't you figured out yet? What are you working on now that you still haven't solved? Execution, scale, you know, continuing to evolve and mature the business, you know, building software layers on top of the hardware. How is the, how is the unit economics? The unit economics seem like they could be hard. You're not the only company selling LIDAR. There are other big companies like 
you know, there's a hardware is a famously hard business, partly for that reason. Like, is that hard? That part's less hard, actually. Um, I, I think that's something when you have a fundamentally differentiated and, and value technology there too, that just is, is distinctive. The only thing that actually matters is how you can successfully execute and how you can be able to build this up. Because yeah. right now, what's the percentage of cars out there that are that are currently LiDAR equipped or going to be LiDAR equipped? I mean, in the immediate, it's still like, uh, you know, less than a percent, you know, of the yeah. overall market. Like yeah, there's I was going so to much zero. market opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it rounds to zero, you know? Yeah. So, so that that's the thing is that, you know, when you when it comes in with this whole next wave, you know, there's that trillion dollars of opportunity, you know, that, that you have ahead yeah. to do. It's actually. I mean, is it is it hard to be profitable? Like, is it hard to, to get oh, to profitability? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right now, it's a game of survival. Every, everything. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're you're familiar with the macroeconomic environment and everything for like growth technology companies there, yes. too. You can't raise money. You know, yes. you're basically 90% of the companies out there are totally screwed, you know, because yes. if there's no opportunity to be able to actually deliver on, you know, a real product towards a real industry with real revenue and real capabilities or any real and order book. Luminar is losing money, right? Luminar is not breaking even. No, we're not we're not profitable overall as a company. On a unit economics basis, obviously, you know, for, for the contracts and the stuff that we have signed up for. That that is, you know, um, generating uh, real money there too for us. But is it profitable? Are the unit economics profitable? I mean, obviously, it's generating revenue. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the production, okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, 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 and that's important, uh, of course, because you right. know, we if, lose, if it wasn't, we lose money on every lidar, but we make it up in yeah. volume. Right? Yeah, you make it up in that. volume. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which, just to be clear, that is the strategy of like a lot of these growth companies and technology companies and LIDAR companies and AV companies and everything is yes. just, obviously that's sustainable only for so long, as long as you can have venture money funding it. Yeah. When the venture money isn't there. So when are you going to be profitable? In theory, if you, you know, if you said hell or high water, we're going to become profitable this year, you can, you can find, I can find a way to do that. It wouldn't be the right move for the business. But, you know, there's, there's also ways that you can leverage. Uh -huh. you, you mean basically stop, stop spending money on R&D, essentially, and just make and sell the thing that you already know how to make and sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I could stop all yeah. investments for our future. Exactly. You know, but, but that would be dumb as well. So, you know, we've been in a good position, but it's, it's uh, just to be clear, it is not easy. Like this stuff is really freaking hard. In a minute, the lightning round including the finer points of dropping out of college and how to hack both hardware and, maybe more impressively, the Bay Area real estate market. You probably think it's too soon to join AARP, right? Well, let's take a minute to talk about it. Where do you see yourself in 15 years? More specifically, your career, your health, your social life. What are you doing now to help you get there? There are tons of ways for you to start preparing today for your future with AARP. That dream job you've dreamt about? Sign up for AARP reskilling courses to help make it a reality. How about that active lifestyle you've only spoken about from the couch? AARP has health tips and wellness tools to keep you moving for years to come. But none of these experiences are without making friends along the way. Connect with your community through AARP volunteer events. So it's safe to say it's never too soon to join AARP. They're here to help your money, health, and happiness live as long as you do. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. 
Learn more at aarp.org slash wisefriend. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Now let's get back to the show. I want to finish. I appreciate your time. Almost done. I want to finish with a lightning round. Bunch of uh, quick questions. Um, yeah, absolutely. What's the most useful thing you learned in your 12 weeks of college? <laughs> um, that it's not for me. Good. Um, who should drop out of college? Anybody that wants to build a great business and not be in massive amounts of student debt. Okay. It's a ringing endorsement of dropping out. I like it. It's, it's, a, it's a spicy take. Um, Absolutely. And it's not for everyone. It's, it's not. But, but, but the reality is, is that it is for a lot of people. And I think that's something that needs to be a more celebrated path. Who's your favorite inventor? Ooh, probably maybe Isaac Newton. Ah, it's interesting to think about him as an inventor. Like, yeah. well, in your mind, what did he invent? Calculus, I guess. Sorry. Calculus. <laughs> the field of optics, you know, pretty oh, good. Optics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> optics. Right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I read that when you were a kid and your parents wouldn't let you have a, have a cell phone, you hacked your Nintendo Wii to make it a phone. First of all, is that true? And second of all, if so, do you still hack stuff around the house now? So, so it's, it, it, uh, it's partially true. It was my Nintendo DS. So that's, that's uh -huh. what was true. Okay. Uh, I did also hack a Nintendo Wii, but that's a different I guess story. guess a DS makes more sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then it can actually carry it. It has, it has a microphone, it has a speaker, it had, uh, you know, a VoIP capabilities there too. So, you know, it, it, it always do fun stuff like that. Any example of a big or small hack in your adult life? Uh, actually, talking about hacks, there was literally something like a concept called like a hacker house, you know, that you'd have that you were, you'd have a bunch of entrepreneurs living in the same place. I watched you know, doing Silicon Valley. Yes. Exactly. So when, when I first uh, came to Silicon Valley, I actually ran. Uh, a number of hacker houses there too, which was talk about a hack. You know, no one would fund my business or do have anything to do with this early on because they're like, what the heck? You know, like that sounds crazy and all this stuff. So I actually ended up self funding it by renting out a bunch of these crazy mansions, you know, take out debt to go do that. And then uh, would sublet each of the individual rooms to other entrepreneurs, you know, for thousands of dollars per month. Um, you know, to be able to actually then generate revenue, generate income that it would, that it would fund towards a business. Is that the way you funded Luminar at the beginning? 
that was a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was it. <laughs> Austin Russell is the co-founder and CEO of Luminar. Today's episode was produced by Edith Russolo, edited by Robert Smith and Sarah Nix, and engineered by Amanda K. Wong. I'm Jacob Goldstein. I am not on TikTok, but I am on Twitter at Jacob Goldstein. You can also email us at problem at pushkin.fm. We'll be back next week with another episode of the show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.